Welcome to Women Who Triumph. On today's show, we have Tracy Ward with T. Ward Enterprises. Tracy, welcome to Women Who Triumph. I am so excited today to, you know, for you to share your story with the world, for the women to hear your story and how you came uh, over it. So if you can, go ahead and share with the listeners today, uh, you know, what you had to go over through, go through to be the, the successful woman that you are today. Well, thank you, Christine. I'm so glad to be a part of your show today. And, you know, I know that you're incredible listeners. I hope that there's something that I said to, that I say today that will really put them on a road and a track to triumphing. Uh, as you know, at a very, very young age, I did not understand my self-worth. I uh, was looking for love in all the wrong places and in all the wrong faces. And, you know, to kind of bring you up to speed, um, I had three children by three different men looking for love. You know, it's kind of like when you lose your keys, you look in all the, you, you just keep looking because they, <laughs> you know, that they, they can unlock some things and, you know, I, I didn't find love the first time, so what I do? I kept looking. And, you know, the second time it didn't work. You know, I still felt like I needed these keys to, to some things in my life, and I kept looking and kept looking. And so, you know, I had the three children, and at some point I had to decide, you might want to get off this train because this is not working. Mm. Yes, and so I began at a very young age. By 25, I had three children. I was a single mom. Mm. And I tell you, you know, going through, at 21, I had a special needs child. Oh, and wow. So, you know, yes, there was a lot of struggle in the beginning. And, again, it all went back to I did not know who I was. Right. I, I, I was in an identity crisis. Now, now, when you talk about, you know, the, the keys lost and, you know, finding the right key that's going to open the, the the right door. And I love that analogy, by the way. I'm going to, have to start using that from now on. I love that. Um, but, you know, when you were doing doing that, you know, going through that and going through that that's at such a young age and going through it, what was really going through your mind at that at that moment in time? Well, at that moment in time, I felt like there was a void. You know, I grew up without a father. And mm -hmm. so I didn't have a real clear perspective as to what I should even be looking for. I just knew there was a void that I was trying to feel and had no idea how to go about doing it. So I was getting in these relationships and making these horrible choices, trying to fill a void that I had in my life. And when you don't, sometimes when that person is absent, that father figure or that male that can really build you as a daughter, you mm -hmm. know, to help you see the value. Right. If you don't know, you're looking blindly. You're you're searching blindly. Right. And it's it's funny how you we we're talking about this. And actually, I interviewed someone else earlier today on the same thing about relationships and how that, you know, you, she based her relationships on her parents. Of course she had, you know, her mom and dad, but uh, in that relationship, it was very, you know, abusive, emotional abuse, things, things like that. And it's funny how you're, you're going back to that. And I'm listening and I'm li was listening to her 
of how we really do as parents of, you know, this, this is a lesson. If you have a child that is watching you know that that child's watching you and learning from you because, Absolutely. yeah. Um, because a lot of the, you know, the relationships, that's how, you know, many of them have either stable relationships, non-stable relationships, but the, you know, the mom and dad is actually the one that's, or, you know, molding. They're molding yeah. you. And then what happens when you don't have that yes. blueprint? Right. You have no blueprint. So you're going out thinking that, that, you know, this is what it is. And as great a person as you are, you know, my, part of my problem is I kept falling in love with potential. Mm -hmm. I kept falling in love with what I thought someone could be. That, you know, I'm this great person that all they need is the support of a good woman. You know, sometimes we make the mistake of thinking that we are the same. Yes. That we are the one. That if we mm -hmm. just give them everything they need, then we're going to work. Yeah, we're yeah we're going to save them, and that comes back to be uh, you know women being nurturers, and, and oh, we forgive you know we we forgive time and time and time again till eventually we get tired of forgiving. Mm -hmm. Absolutely, and, that's and then that's, yes, and it chips away at you. Mm -hmm. Yeah, really yeah, and and that's funny how you know the relationship. Um, you know, part of that is we need to start having relationships with ourselves first. Oh, my goodness. You know, that is truly where part of my platform, you know, my platform, especially when I very first began speaking, it came, it derived from my own resurrection of I am enough. Mm -hmm. You know, I never understood why I wasn't good enough. You know, and there's a part of my story that, you know, I talk about finding out at an early age that I was born in prison. You know, I talked about going to get my birth certificate because I've had this baby. And you know you have to have your birth certificate in order to get a birth certificate for the baby. And I got this birth certificate, and I looked on it, and it said Leavenworth, Kansas. So I'm like, well, that can't be right. There's wow. nothing in Leavenworth but a prison. Mm. And that was my discovery that my mom was in prison when she had me. Now, that alone could have took me out. I could have used that excuse for the rest of my life to not do anything. Yes. And how, how old were you when you found out? I had just turned 18. I had, I had turned 18 August 1st. I had the baby September 2nd. And I went to get the birth certificate the end of September. Wow. I just turned 18 years old. And so I had the blow of a newborn baby mm -hmm. and the blow of you were born in prison. And you know what? You did not let that hold you down. Oh my goodness, Christine. No, no, realizing, no, no. Yes, realizing yeah. that, you know, that's my past. It's not a it's not a death sentence. It was my past. Mm -hmm. You know. And, and that is something that you know, so many of us have a hard time realizing because we keep going back to the past. And we keep, you know, even though we need to be going to the future and living in the present to go to the future, we keep living in the past. And if we can't get past that past, the present and the future is going to constantly be our past. Repeatedly. Repeatedly. You're so right about that. We, mm -hmm. we continue to, to live that life, 
not understanding that it doesn't matter how you started. It right. doesn't matter what decisions your parents made. You are not a product. You are not a product of those circumstances in that way. That we have the power. At, you know, up until a certain a part of our life and a time of our life, someone else made all the decisions for us. Mm-hmm. You know, someone else told you when it was time to get up, when it was time to go to bed, when you had to go to school, when you had to do this, when you had to do that. But the beauty is how God designed life that at some point he gave, he turned it over to you. Yes. And he allowed you to take the reins, understanding so many of us, you're right. But if we understood that it's not how we start, it's how we end up. Absolutely. Incredible. Yeah. 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 And when you, and you, when you listen to God and you listen and you know your life purpose, you no yeah. longer feel yeah. that you're struggling because those doors open up and you just keep yeah. walking yeah. through there because you are on the right path because you're listening to God. God mm-hmm. gave you this life. He gave you yeah. a gift. He gave you a voice to just yeah. you know live your purpose. And if you live your purpose, you're not going to struggle so much in life. Yes. Yeah. You're so mm-hmm. right about it because he, he really literally says, you don't have to do this alone. Mm-hmm. You know, Absolutely. I'm right here. You know, one mm-hmm. of the things that I, I would start my prayer out in the morning, I say, you know what? You created me and you created this day and you know everything that's going to transpire today. So what I'm mm-hmm. doing is I'm going to turn this day over to you and mm-hmm. I'm going to leave it to you to help me navigate through this day. The best to the best of my ability and with your help I know I'm going to be okay yes you know and you're so right you know mm-hmm. he 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 has a life of design for us mm-hmm. he really yes. does absolutely now my next question for you Tracy is um mm-hmm. is my signature question that I ask everyone if you could look in the mirror at your younger self and you know exactly what you know now what advice would you give her? Mm, that's a great question, Christine. <laughs> you know, I would tell her the thing that I wish someone told me when I was that age, honestly, to be able to look her in her eyes and tell her that she is one of God's greatest, most beautiful creations. Mm. And that everything that she needs to get through this life and to be successful in this life, no matter what success is, that she can define success, but whatever it is, that everything that she needs is already on the inside of her. It's Mm -hmm. already there. And that God is the greatest navigator of life to always, always keep her hand in his hand, always talk to him. Mm, I love that. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that is such great advice. And, you know, I always Mm -hmm. say, I did, you know, that old saying says, you know, if I just knew what I knew now, I'd be dangerous. Oh, Oh, my goodness. (laughs) Lisa, wouldn't we? Yes, we would be. (laughs) Absolutely, (laughs) Lisa. Tracy, we are going to go to a quick commercial break, but when we return, you know, I want to know more about the book that you have coming up, Chronicles of the Chosen, and then we're going to learn a little bit more, you know, about, you know, your business, and we're going to learn, we want to learn a little bit of fun facts about you also, so when we return, (laughs) um, you know, we'll learn all those crazy fun facts about you. (laughs) 
I love it. Okay, sounds good. Whether you're at the end of your rope or feel trapped in a situation that is holding you back, I'm here to help you fix and rise above. You're not alone. Hi, I'm Christine Kozachuk, and I've been exactly where you are. I went from a life of poverty and abuse to success in business and life. Through my own self-discovery, I learned that the key to overcoming tough obstacles is to start with yourself. What is it that's holding you back from your true magnificence? What thoughts are swirling around your head that cause doubt and prevent you from moving forward? Let me join you in your journey to discover your truth and find solutions to help you live the life you deserve. Visit my website, fixandrise.com, and let's do this together. We have been speaking, speaking to Tracy Ward. Uh, Tracy has been sharing her story with us about, you know, having three children with three different men and trying to find her worth that she is enough. And Tracy, thank you again for, you know, sharing that story. And I want to go into one of the questions that I had done on a pre-interview, you know, is what is it, you know, that one word that describes you and you said chosen. Tell me why. Wow. You know, I think after I went through a complete metamorphosis, you know how we talk about the caterpillar and the butterfly. Once I, re- once I realized who I was, Christine, I looked around and I realized that there were so many other women that were broken, that were, were, were still trying to find out their identity, that were still being put in positions and being abused emotionally, physically, mentally because they did not understand who they were. And once I figured out who I was, I knew I was chosen. I was Mm -hmm. chosen to free women, free Mm -hmm. women all over this world, and to help them understand who God designed them to be. Mm -hmm. And it's been the most exciting journey for me. There are women that have incredible um, stories, you know, but first sometimes you, you have to get them to understand that they're enough. Let alone that they're chosen. <laughs> that is that is so that's so true. I mean, you yeah. know, like we were talking earlier, once you find that purpose as like for your your you know the chosen, and they've got to yeah. figure out you know they're worthy and that they are enough, then doors yeah. will open up for them, and you know life will be so great for them. But they've got to figure out themselves their value. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, their and value literally. And you know this to be so. When mm-hmm. you realize who you were, you blossom into this person that you never even knew existed. 
Oh my God. Yes. I <laughs> the <know>. day. <laughs> yes. The days I'm, that that metamorphosis took place. I mean, it's, uh, you know, for me, I know the last couple of years, it's just like, wow. Okay. You know, I kind of yes. like this girl called Christine. Yeah. I like her just a little bit, but, you know, going back, even for me, that was one thing that, you know, that I had trouble with. And I thought that I was the only one going through things like that. And this mm -hmm. is the reason I came up with women who triumph when I realized sitting around a table of women, masterminding that not only did I not have it together, they never had it together either. And yes. that's the reason yes. I came up with that women who triumph is for women like yourself to share stories, to let women know that they are not alone, that whatever yes. they're going through, yes. there has been another woman that has went through the exact same thing as Absolutely. you maybe, you know, relate with it in a different way. Um, you know, it's like I tell some of my guests, and I'll give you this opportunity at the end, is, is stories. We may have the exact same story, but one listener may connect with you, and yeah. but they may connect with me differently, but with the same story. Yes. Yeah. So this is where yeah. I have, you know, the women who triumph and, you know, I'm blessed to have women like you to share the story. So my next question for you, you have a book that you're working on. Tell us a little bit about the book called Chronicles of the Chosen and when that's going to oh. come out. Oh, my goodness. Christine, I am so over the top excited about this book. Let me tell you, I chose to do this project because in my travels around the world, whether it be Dubai, London, Guyana, Canada, what I realized that there are women all over the world that suffer from some of the same things. It doesn't matter what nationality, what culture you are. Mm -hmm. I tell you, there's a common thread with us. And there are women in this world that are living hopeless, mm -hmm. that they have no hope. And what I know is that there are women, there are some incredible women with some incredible stories. And while I was in Guyana, I got a chance to share my book with the vice president, um, Sidney Alicott. But what would it mean to be able to share and to do a project with other women that could share their incredible stories and give women all over the world hope? And just like you said, there, my story may resonate with someone. Your story will resonate with someone else. But to put this in a collective project and to put it in the hands of women that can get strength and, and grow and understand, just like you said, if, if I can do it, they can read a story and mm -hmm. see that woman overcome, that it gives them a special hope. I've had women say, you know, about books before, a book that I've done before, it changed my life. And I'm, into the, I'm in the business of changing lives. Mm. And so I'm so incredibly excited about that. The book will launch in April. We're going to have an incredible book launch. I'm going to celebrate these, these co-authors. We're going to do it in Detroit. And I tell you what, the book will be available by the end of April. I'm, I'm so, so excited about the project. Thank you for asking. Yeah, that that's very exciting. And, you know, like I said, like you said earlier, giving women hope because some women, yes. they they don't know how they're looking. They don't see a way out. They don't see, 
you know, no matter what it is, it could be domestic violence. It could be, you know, emotional abuse. It could be mental abuse. It could be anything. They just still don't know, you know, their value and they don't have hope in how to find that, how to find that trail out of that, you know, that jungle that they're in. Right. And brokenness, Mm -hmm. you know, they can't, but they can't even begin to figure out where to begin to pick up the pieces. And that's what I want to do with this project. Mm -hmm. I'm I'm so love on this. Yes. Yes. I am so, so excited, excited about that. So now tell me a little bit about your business and what you do. I am in, okay. I have a few things that I'm doing actually. So I am an international speaker working on some initiatives with, you know, um, in Guyana and working on some projects here. As I said, my project here in the States is is getting these incredible women's stories out, creating um, eight incredible authors. Also, working on some initiatives and creating a different narrative for the people of Guyana. What we've learned about the people in Guyana and some of the places that we visited, but that, that Guyana needs their voice back. Mm-hmm. And so there are several of us that mm-hmm. have teamed up together to help them build their voice, help them find their voice again. But mm-hmm. I tell you, just being in these different projects, and I'm also a life coach, and so coaching women one-on-one on, you know, finding, finding a way to do the things that they say they want out of life, getting those things. You know, a lot of times we say we want one thing, but when we look at day-to-day life, are we really doing the things that are going to just get those things done? Yes. And most of the time, it's a no. And so mm-hmm. my job is to really kind of help re- help them realign and pull those things out of them that they say that they want. No, oh, I love that. I mean, you know, women, you know, women like ourselves, just, you know, helping and supporting other women is just so heartfelt for me. I mean, literally yeah. there's sometimes I just want to cry. <laughs> Seriously. Isn't it, isn't really, really. Yes. yes. I just want to cry, especially when a woman figures out that she can have it all. Yes. She oh can have God. it all. Mm-hmm. She yeah, can have it all. Life-changing. Well, Tracy, we are going to go into some, I'm going to call it, I'm going to start calling it the fun fact zone. I said earlier, <laughs> we're going into the fun, fun fact, fact zone. zone. <laughs> so it I may is. learn some things about you that I don't know. <laughs> hmm. uh, yeah, there, yeah I, I just have a few questions. I, not a lot of them. <laughs> uh-huh. but, okay. Well, so I know you, and this is one of my questions that I love asking servers because I know you are a huge server and a nurturer. So if you had one day that you did not serve anybody but yourself, what would that day look like? Oh my. Mm, That's a hard one for you. Yes. (laughs) That's a hard one because I'm thinking it's rare that I really get to be in that space and say, what would you do? Oh my God. I think I would spend a day at the spa. I absolutely adore massages. I Mm. love them and I don't get to have them that often, but I absolutely love a good massage. And I've Mm. never just had a chance to just spend a day of pampering, you know, Mm. just where I could just read a good book. Um, 
I'm chocolate, so I don't really sit in the sun as uh-huh. much for tanning or anything like that. But to just I don't do much of that. I don't do much of that either. I kind of like I kind of like my skin. I kind of like my skin a little bit, so we don't tan. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I think I'm brown enough, you know. But I just love just being able to sit in the warmth of the sun and look mm-hmm. and, and just admire God's splendor of creation, and then go get another massage. Mm-hmm. You know? Yes. It would be a day of pampering. I would so, I would love that. So I'm going to challenge you. Okay. Okay. I want you to put this on your vision board. And I want okay. you to put a date on it. Okay. And I want that happen for you. This sounds like some of our conversations. Okay. <laughs> So that I I would love for you to put that on your vision board, put a date on that and make that happen. I will do it. Good. I will do it. (laughs) Done. I've got that note there. Done. Good. Okay. My next question to you is what is your worst habit? My worst habit is I tend to put, I tend to put, 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 I can't speak. I tend to put others before me mm. on a regular basis. <laughs> yes. That's the reason that question was asked prior. <laughs> yes. You you got, you got good setup, Christine. <laughs> now, the, my last but not least. Okay. What was your favorite childhood toy? And describe oh, it. Oh, my goodness. Describe it. Oh, my goodness. My favorite childhood toy, I think, was a light bright. <laughs> oh, I remember those. <laughs> my light. I just bought my granddaughter a light bright, <sighs> and and it wasn't. It was my. It it was not even me that had the light bright. It was my neighbor friend who had it, and I'd go over to her house, and I want to play her light bright, and she was the best because she never minded. She let me play with it as long as I wanted to, but I absolutely love the light, the bright colors and the, just all the things you could do with a light bright. I love the light bright. I remember that. I remember, and one of my guests here last week when I was uh, asking is hers was shoots and, a shoots and ladder. I was like, oh, I remember. Yes, I remember oh. Candyland. Yes. Candyland. Oh, yes, Candyland. Kids just don't uh-huh. know what they're, they're missing out on board I'll games. tell you. Oh, really girl, my granddaughters. Mm-hmm. Yes. So, so for me, I can remember the Barbies. I would go to the neighbor's house. Girl, and we would yes. play Barbies all day long. Uh-huh. All yes. day. All yeah. day. Yes, that was my friend's thing. She loved to play Barbies, and I knew. If I play Barbies with her, you can do I'll light bright. With the light bright. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's too funny. It was a win-win. Yes. Well, Tracy, thank you so much for sharing your story and a, you know some laughs. And but right now, what I want you to do is share with the world of women out there if they need to speak to you or they want to talk to you or pur- purchase your book. How would they contact you? Absolutely. You know, I am on Facebook. You can reach me on Facebook at just my name, Tracy, T-R-A-C-I-W-A-R-D, Tracy Ward. Or you can go to, you can email me 
at tracy.ward, the number four zero, at gmail.com. And, you know, I'm just feeling inclined. If you have a listener out there that is really wanting to connect, they can reach me at 785-554-1841. I'll say it again, 785-554-1841. And last but not least, you can also uh, go to my website. It's www.iamenoughtw.com. Right. Love, love it. Again, Tracy, thank you so much for sharing your story. And I look forward to seeing, you know, how you're going to blossom more in the year 2019. I tell you, it's been my pleasure. Thank you so much, Christine.